Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, we have a special guest in this week's podcast, Inside Illini Basketball. And like a lot of you, Corey Witt has been waiting a lifetime for Illinois to win it all. Corey, what happens when they do? Bedlam. Absolute bedlam. I, like I said, it'll be a, it might be a one man parade in Oakwood, but it'll be, I'll be leading that thing. So that'd be a dream of mine. I, 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 I just, would love that. All right. We get 30 minutes of Illini hoops from one of the biggest fans, one of the most knowledgeable Illini types around. Corey Witt, pride of ABL, pride of Homer, living in Oakwood. Come back after these messages. Hi, I'm Paul Rudy, CEO of Rudy Wealth Management and host of Paul Rudy's On The Money Radio Show. Every successful investor I've ever met continuously acted on a plan. Every failed investor I've ever met was constantly reacting to current events. If the recent market turmoil is keeping you up at night, maybe it's time you begin to make your investment and spending decisions based upon a retirement income plan. Perhaps it's time for you to listen to the little voice in your head telling you to call Rudy Wealth Management. You'll be happy you did. Rudy Wealth Management, Central Illinois Retirement Specialist, 356-1400. Oh, good Monday morning, everyone. Happy Memorial Day. What a great day it is here at uh, Inside Illini Basketball. A salute to all those veterans. Hope everybody's enjoying a day off. We don't have a day off here in the podcast studio. I'm Jim Rosso, Vice President of News. As we told you last week, our Scott Ritchie is is on suspension. All right, he's he's landed in hot water for his poor prediction record. Actually, no, he's just on vacation. But I have a special guest this week, Lauren Tate was not available. Lauren, as you know, knows more about Illinois basketball than anyone. Right, Ed Bond, our producer? But I found number two. <laughs> All right, Corey Witt, a special guest, longtime News Gazetter. And uh, I can proudly say that he knows more about Illinois basketball than anybody but Tate. <laughs> True, Corey, well, or that false? Well, that's, that's a strong statement. I feel like I follow it pretty closely, and I have my whole life. But that's, that's uh, I'm not in Lauren Tate's league, I don't think. But there's time. There's time. All right, Corey Witt, the pride of ABL <laughs> High School. Yeah, absolutely. All right, wherever that was. That just aged me that big you, time. So you're old. Yes. <laughs> yes. The I always relate stories of ABL to Stan Winky, and who knew Corey's related to Stan Winky? One hundred percent, yes. He is my mom's cousin, so my second cousin. He was my football coach. Uh, we're still friends. We play golf together. He's a he's a good friend of mine. Great, good guy. All right, we're talking here Illinois basketball on this Memorial Day, and uh, uh, Corey's kind of in a good mood. <laughs> uh, has been for a couple years, but he's been through the lean times as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, this particular upswing is kind of de- whether that continues next year it is dependent on a lot of things happening with the portal and players coming back and such. But generally, are you in a are you an Underwood guy? 
I think that he's done a good job of bringing the program to another level from where it was when he got here, although the bar was kind of low. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I worry a little bit um, about – I know that we're in a world now where people transfer when they – you know, somebody sneezes at them. But uh, I, I worry a little bit with all the turnover and what's going on. But do I, th- I think he's a, he, he puts really good people around him and assistant coaches, and I think he, he does a really good job of, of recruiting and, and, and putting Illinois basketball back on the map where it belongs. And uh, um, I, 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 a little bit worried about the offensive scheme last year. Um, I didn't think there was – I was worried a little bit about the structure of it, and I thought there – it might have been some of the people that we brought in too, uh, Illinois brought in. Uh, they just – there just didn't seem to – there seemed to be a lot of me ball. And mm. uh, I think maybe a couple – a guy or two is 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 gone that may, that may improve this year, uh, and that may make the offense flow a little better too. Uh, but, yeah – Overall, I'd say I, uh, Brad's done a, a, a pretty darn good job. Here. All right, with that, uh, with that Underwood tenacity, that fiery mm-hmm. approach to his players and the refs and everybody else, would that work at ABL? I well, the great, great. I don't, and I'm sure you remember Lyle Loman, mm-hmm. who was who was also my basketball coach. Uh, he uh, he was known to get on a referee right. here and there. So yeah, I, right. I believe it would fly. I think they're old school. All right. Corey Witt with us for the next half hour talking to Illinois basketball. Uh, again, has a wealth of knowledge, is a regular at the Illinois-Missouri Bragging Rights game. Correct. Uh, any stories that you can't tell about your many trips to St. Louis uh, pre-Christmas? I, uh, I I can tell a few, but uh, there's some that I probably, probably shouldn't. But uh, uh, I've always enjoyed a few holiday cocktails down there, and uh, it's always a good time seeing people that, you know, it's like a it's like a reunion you know, of friends and family, and it's a great. I, that, it's something that I look forward to every year. And so we have a group of eight of us that go down every year, and uh, it's just a blast. We didn't get to go last year because of the the storm right. that we didn't want to chance it. But uh, that's the first year I've probably missed in fifteen twenty years. It's a good time. Mm-hmm. We have a we have a lot of fun down there. All right, uh, Illinois basketball, again, it's, uh, the roster is in flux. We don't quite know where they'll start the season uh, next year. Richie um, always gets grumpy when I tell him, uh, <laughs> predict me something. But answer me this, Corey. Mm-hmm. What happens when Illinois wins it all? And I, and I from, from parades on Green Street to riots on <laughs> Vermilion Street in Danville to – well, what happens? There'll be a I... there'll be a parade in Oakwood, Illinois. It might be a parade of one, <laughs> but it'll be me. <laughs> but uh, boy, I I I'm still in pain over the North Carolina game back mm. in '05. I I actually have that record, recorded, and I've never watched it again because I just I it hurts too bad. I uh, I uh, I'm not proud to say that I I didn't go to work for a day and a half after that game. Is that right? Yeah, I was a little upset. I was I was moping like a little child on the couch, but thinking, well, you know, as an Illinois fan, this is this isn't Duke, Kansas, Carolina. I may never get that chance again as a as a fan, mm-hmm. and so, uh, you know, I, I I really pray and hope that I do, but uh, I took that pretty hard. Right, took it pretty hard. Uh, judging, and that was the year where thousands upon thousands came to the assembly hall after the yes. miracle rally against Arizona. That yes. kind of showed me that I was there. Uh, were you? Yeah, uh, yeah. That there is a fandom like no other. Yeah, uh, and you can They're see it starving. on social media you, uh, still to this day. Sure, 
that's why I asked you, what do you think happens? You know, I, I can't imagine. <laughs> oh, I, the can't even, I can't imagine it either. It will just, it would be, I, I it would be bedlam. Mm-hmm. I mean, it would be, it would be absolute bedlam all around central Illinois. I mean, even when Illinois went to the final four in 04, 05, coming home from Chicago, there were people hanging off the overpasses. And I mean, so I can't even begin to imagine what it would be like with a national championship. But uh, boy, I'd like to, I'd like to find out. All right. Well, we thought there would be a, a run. That's uh, maybe one of the things holding Underwood back from maybe sure. a higher level right now. And that's just the. Uh, NCAA tournament uh, stalls, if you will. You haven't been out of the second round. That's been a long time. Since what? Oh, five. Oh, five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Hey, take me back to 05 real quick, Corey. You said you were at the Assembly Hall celebration. Mm-hmm. That surprised you that that many people showed up in the middle of the night? Well, actually, I think a lot of it. Uh, no, because the fandom here is just, it's it's phenomenal, especially for Illinois basketball. But then also the fact of what went down that day. Right. And how the Illinois, came, you know, what was it, 15 points with three minutes to go and uh, wins that game in overtime. So I don't know. I I, I wasn't totally shocked, to be honest with you, because everybody was there was no way anybody was sleeping that night anyway. Mm. <laughs> what were you doing in 89? That was um, my senior year of high school. Is that right? At ABL. All right. And that uh, loss to Michigan in the semifinals was kind of as painful as the North Carolina loss to many. Right. Yes. Uh, Kent Brown, the fine SID, just brought that up in his Illini Legends and Lore interview. Said that's the one team that should have won. I agree. I have always said I. <clears throat> I think in '89, Illinois was the best team. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we ran into a little bit of a bus all there when Illinois when we uh, we'd already smoked them twice, yeah. and uh, that was tough. And they got on a roll with the new co- you know they the interim coach Steve Fisher and all that. So, but I did. I thought Illinois was the best team in '89. I. I thought Illinois was capable of winning it in 04-05, but I really thought that that Carolina was the best team. I mean, their sixth man that year, uh, Marvin Scott, I believe, he was the he was like the fifth pick in the draft. He was. They had some talent on that. Oh, they were loaded. Illinois could have won that game. I mean, it was seventy mm-hmm. all with three three four minutes to go. But uh, I I thought eighty nine. I really thought Illinois was the best team in the country. I don't want to keep harping on the negatives here, Corey. Okay. <laughs> but why not? Let's do it a little sure, more. Let's right? do it. These recent. I'm NCAA used to it. With I'm been an Illinois fan. <laughs> These recent uh, failures, uh, yeah, kind of uh, topped by the Loyola loss. I know it was Ooh. a weird year and a bubble and all that stuff, but mm. that's the one that sticks in my crawl. It does. <laughs> It I sticks in it, mine. All right. And well, well, the thing, and back to the Underwood thing, and I'm not here to, I'm not by any stretch bashing. I thought in that particular game that what Loyola do, was doing wasn't rocket science. Uh, they were pretty much taking away our top ball screen, and we just, Illinois just never really adjusted. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, then, it, then it got panic time at the end, and we started forcing shots. And But, uh, yeah, that one was, I'd like to have that one back for sure. That one hurt. Corey Witt, uh, pride of um, Homer, Illinois, now living in Oakwood. I met Corey when he was a an all-star slow-pitch softball pitcher. <laughs> How about that, Ed Bond? <laughs> His team's regularly running the area back when slow-pitch softball was a thing. No, it's it was. It's hard to find nowadays. It was a big thing, man. 
Back I think, in, believe you even did a top ten every oh, Sunday. Oh, it was great. I, I loved it. We got a lot of feedback. Maybe we need to introduce that, but we need ten teams. <laughs> yeah, you need ten right? teams to participate. It, it was it, there was a time Central Illinois uh, was the hotbed for slow pitch men's softball. Every, you know who one, one of the better players was at that time? Lon Kruger, your Illinois coach. He played with uh, Lauren on the old timers oh, team, yeah. and he could ball. As yeah. you know, I think he played college baseball. Didn't he get drafted in all three yep. sports? He was a baller. I believe but. he got drafted in all three sports. He yeah. was. That's back. You okay with Lon Kruger as a coach? You oh, I that? thought he was. I love. You know what? I was so upset when he left until <laughs> then. Then Illinois got Bill Self, and I said, "Well, I can live with that for now." But, right. uh, but yeah, I was. I thought Lon did a great job. I thought that Big Ten championship team. That I mean, he had a walk on and Lucas or not Lucas, but uh, his Brian Johnson. Brian Johnson was his was a walk on. Mm-hmm. He was his starting center at what six nine. Mm-hmm. And they had Jer- I think they had Jared G and. It was a weird. It was Matt Heldman. Yep. Um, but yeah, they. Uh, that was. I thought that was one of the better coaching jobs I've seen. I mean, to get that team to a co Big Ten championship, and that was. Uh, I thought he did a really good job here. I think he's done a good job wherever he's been. He seems to like to take on rebuilds. Yep. He likes to do that. Uh, UNLV in Oklahoma, and I thought he did. He, UNLV was not good at all when he got there, and they went to the tournament. I think his second year, or so. I, I was always a fan of Lon. All right. Favorite Illinois coach of It's uh, not even close. Yours? It's not even close. Is it someone you already mentioned? Yes. Okay. Go it, ahead. Say it, it. It's Bill Self. Not doggone it. And it's it's not it's not close. Not close. I, I just think that that guy has he has the whole package. Mm-hmm. He can coach, he can recruit, he can relate to anybody. I mean, it can be a CEO of a company or it can be somebody that's living on 24th Street in wherever town you know he can this guy has a and he can evaluate talent like nobody's business uh i never can i plug the tumble in or is yeah that, can do i it. do that yeah i remember sitting in the tumble in with a friend of mine and uh seeing him walk in and with a smile on his face and he was talking about this guy from the colony texas and he says i'm going to tell you something he said, everybody's going to talk about this guy's teammate, is that guy named Bracey Wright. He's the all, McDonald's All-American. He's the one that gets all the pub. He said, I'm going to tell you something right now. We got the better player, Darren Williams. Turned out right. And he was right. I mean, Bracey was a good player at, uh, at Indiana, mm-hmm. but do you really remember that much about Bracey Wright mm-hmm. at Indiana? Yeah. I mean, he was good. He wasn't a superstar. Funny, Bill Self, you talk about him at the Tumble Inn. This was right when cell phones were coming you know, into play. Sure. And I can remember him. I was the beat writer for the one year when they made it down to San Antonio uh-huh. and lost to Arizona in uh-huh. the Elite Eight game. But 48 fouls in the second half. Bill Walton on the mic. Yeah. Yeah, it was awful. <laughs> Still brings back bad memories. But I remember he was such an affable, sociable guy that he, he loved going to Tumble Inn, mm-hmm. but he was just getting worried about God. Dang it, someone's going to take my picture while I'm having a bush. You know? <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, because of the self. Yeah. It was just getting to that point where yeah. he, he thought he might get in trouble, where mm-hmm. he'd be in some place where he shouldn't be. How about that? Coors Light, man. I yeah, can tell was you. He? Yeah. All right. He liked Coors Light. Well, I'm Billy sure he still. Gillespie, did. Norm Roberts was uh, on his team. What a, gr- what a crew. Yep. Uh, how about your least favorite coach uh, in your time as the. Well, I mean. I'm such a homer. I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, I I didn't. It's hard for me to say I didn't okay. like it. I mean, I I don't like some of the results. Uh, are you talking strictly? We're talking strictly basketball. Basketball, here. yes. Um, 
you know, I mean, far as the results in my lifetime, I mean, w- when I first started following basketball, it was Lou Hansen. I, mm-hmm. No way I would say I don't like him. I think he helped put Illinois basketball on the map. I mean, right. I think he's a great, he was a great man and a good coach. Um, that's the first coach of my memory, though. Okay. And then you go from that to uh, Lon Kruger. Right. And then um, after that was Bruce Weber. And, or no, Bill Self, mm-hmm. then Bruce Weber. Right. Um, a lot of people will probably disagree with this, but probably my least favorite was Bruce Weber. Is that right? Yeah. All right. He's, yeah. His his uh, work with that 05 team. Uh, he did do a good job with that team, and uh, but um, my my problem was what happened after that, okay. and I think that was Illinois at its highest peak that it's ever been, and I just feel like it went from that to. Where you're having a rebuild and hiring John Gross, and I don't know. I that's again though. I like the man. I think that Bruce was a very. He's a good man. I'm, I'm just talking about. I don't like where the, the direction of the program went in. It seemed there there was a chance for momentum. Yes, and, uh, and it just didn't it, happen. It didn't happen, and we're we're still talking about. I should say more than dislike him. Yeah, right. more than dislike him as a coach. I was just disappointed of the direction. Is, is more. What I'm trying to say there. John Gross uh, lasted a little bit. Yeah, and then, five uh, years, I believe. Uh, five, uh, Underwood came in, had a rough couple years, mm-hmm. uh, and but now he's at a fairly high level. Okay, here's yeah. my uh, my question to you. Any chance Illinois loses Brad Underwood? Or should he be worried that there's a, there's a better job out there for him? Well, that's a good question, Jim. Um, I, I, I don't see him getting relieved of his duties but i i i think there's a chance that he's catching a lot of heat and i think mm-hmm. he he might think uh it's not deserved uh i could see him getting sick of that a little bit maybe and moving on if he found something but uh i think that would be the only way i i don't foresee him just falling on his face here and getting uh relieved of his duties he's he's too good at uh personnel he getting personnel and 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 surrounding himself with good coaches and uh he's he's won a lot a lot of basketball games i mean what what's illinois are we as uh in the last four years has the most big 10 wins of anybody yeah so i don't think he's going anywhere unless he chooses to that social media grief that he catches though is uh kind of a real thing i don't know maybe it's just because illinois has such a, a vibrant uh, social media fan approach mm-hmm. uh, yeah. is it deserved the stuff he i don't know i it's he's done a like i said he's done a really good job of putting us to the putting illinois to the next level but uh i think there's some des- uh, maybe a bit deserved uh i think with some of the teams illinois has had these last three to four years i i saw them as a sweet 16 team minimum mm-hmm. uh so but the fact that illinois is even in that conversation now i mean on the other hand is i mean illinois what was it five six years in a row didn't even make the tournament right. so it's a it's a double-edged thing i think some of it's deserved a little bit deserved but for the most part i think just leave him alone and let's see what he let's see what he can do talking with Corey witt uh news gazetter uh a knowledgeable illinois basketball fan uh, where are you talking these days uh, about Illinois basketball? Not just uh, here on Inside Illini Basketball, but you got a 
Oh, Maybe heck. a radio gig or two. Yeah, uh, been helping out a little bit uh, here and there with uh, with with Lante on his show okay. uh, with uh, ESPN Radio, uh, hoping to. Uh, Get something going in maybe more towards the fall uh, at in the Mattoon Charleston area. Maybe a once a week, twice a week thing uh, radio show on Victory Radio down there. So mm-hmm. that's in the beginning stages. So I appreciate you uh, letting me come on here and uh, cut my teeth a little bit. Well, I'm know, learning. When I had you sign that sheet of paper that you thought was an <laughs> autograph, it was a three year deal. <laughs> A non-compete clause. Uh, so I'm, I'm in. I'm sorry to tell Lon and Victory Radio that you can't. <laughs> you actually now can't help them until 2027. I'm. That's the dream, Jim. I've always wanted to oh, work with great. you daily. That's great. Uh, Corey loves his sports. He, you talk about the talking about high school stuff. That we love doing that here at the News Gazette. Nobody does it any better. And I know you've got a deep-seated interest in that, that as well. But we're talking Illinois basketball. Give me your all-time favorite player. In all these years, I can tell you, he wasn't the best player, but he, my all-time favorite player, and I don't even have to think about it, was Doug Altenberger. Is that right? That was my favorite player. He just played the game the way I thought it should have been played, and I believe it. He played hard. He uh, he was in your face. He was a he would dive on the floor for loose balls. He was a solid. He just wasn't bad at it. He was good. he wasn't great at anything, but he was pretty good at everything. And his style that he brought, and I kind of. I I wasn't near near as good as him, but I patterned myself in high school and, and after him. I, I played just like him. Uh, I dove after the balls. I uh, took charges. I I just think and and then when I got into coaching, that's what I I believed. I, that's how I had de- that's what I demanded of my of my kids is that I said you make up for a lot of deficiencies when playing hard like that all the time that's so. great to hear maybe ed bond can hook you two up uh, for a broadcast i know you're a big Deion thomas fan as well he's a good good guy uh one of the best one of my really one of my best friends from way back in mm-hmm. in school and uh uh he's just been he's been tremendous uh most humble superstar <laughs> i've ever been around in my entire life uh and just so genuine genuine guy uh go, he tailgate he come he'll pop by our football tailgates and right. it takes him you know i'll be walking through with him to get to our tailgate and he it takes him an hour and a half to walk 20 minutes so finally i'll just say dion i'll just you know where our tailgate's <laughs> at <laughs> i'll just be right over here so but he but the thing i'm saying is he stops and he talks to right. every single person and yeah just uh just a great guy. Again, has a little Bill Self personality. Absolutely. Where he makes you at ease. No makes you feel like you're the most important yep. person in the room. It's a great thing to have. Any other players make that top five Corey Witt starting five list? Well, he was my favorite, but my but Doug was my favorite. But I, the best player, in my opinion, that I saw at Illinois was Nick Anderson. Complete package. Uh, that was my. That's who I think was the best player I've, I've seen at Illinois. All right, Ed, I'm giving you the nod of approval. <laughs> Where were you when he buried the Hoosiers back in '89? Uh, were you on the I senior was, year? You weren't having a beer at the time, no, right? No, right. Uh, <laughs> not that, that, that I can say on here. But no, I was uh, I was actually in my parents' living room and uh, scared the dog so bad that you know we had, because it wasn't just me. There was like five or six of us, and we just lost our minds and. 
uh, we had to calm the dog down for about f- ten minutes after that. But yeah, I was in my I was in Homer, Illinois, in my parents' living room. Oh, that's those are some of the best stories. Not just how Illinois won these games, but where were we and mm-hmm. how we celebrated. Any other games uh, stick out? That well, the Arizona game for sure, right? Uh, up in Chicago. Uh, did you go to the Final Four that year, or did you? Not? I I okay. did not make okay. it that year. I know year. you're a St. Louis regular. Yep, I am. I right. am. That Louisville game is kind of lost in the it is. for some reason, and it was a spectacular game. I think I, you know what in the News Gazette side of things, I think the Pope died that day. <laughs> I can remember this really the day before, and and I was sports editor at the time, and and they made the Pope the lead story, and I remember no offense to the Pope. Well, died, sure, but yeah. I was like, man, they just won the semifinals. Well, wow. I lost out. <laughs> anyway. I well, know. I mean, I remember where I was at watching that game. Okay. Do you remember, uh, my, or, do you, you know Rocky Ryan, mm-hmm. of course. Yep. He had a little bar here called Rocks. Right. And uh, that's where I was at. He said, uh, he, a buddy of mine and me, he said he got, came to us the night before the game, and he said, if you can set me up on the patio with the wide screens and the tent and everything, he said, drinks are on me all day Ooh. tomorrow. So I said, I'll be here. We were there at 7 a.m., got it all set up, and uh, that was a blast having all those all your friends there watching that game. And Illinois acts for the first time in my life advancing to the national championship right. game. It was uh, pretty exciting. That was a fun, fun Saturday night. All right, here's a strange question for you. Okay. For you, if you have one watering hole to watch Illinois in the next Final Four, where are you going to be? Well, I've got to go with my... I got to go with Fat Man's Warehouse. All right, that's my place. Danville, that's my pe- Illinois. Danville, Illinois. That is my place. It used to be right behind the old News Gazette office. Yes, yeah. and the commercial. And news. the commercial news used to be to the uh, south. Yes, and I worked at the commercial news uh, years right. and years ago, and that's where I got introduced to Fat Man's back well, in the day. All right, so Fat. That Man's. is like I, that's my little family there. I is said. that right? Yeah, I mean, right. I don't want it to sound like I'm there seven days a week, <laughs> but. Uh, I get in there a couple times in the week, and uh, but yeah, I got some, there's some really good people that own it, really good people that so my best friends in the world are there. So oh, that's great. That that's it. where I would be. That's what Ed Bond misses out having to produce all these games. I mean, <laughs> he gets I know, to miss out on the drinks and cocktails. <laughs> he's, I know he's got a good view courtside and gets to <laughs> hang with all the famous people and and uh, take pictures uh-huh. for us, but he misses uh-huh. throwing back a couple. Watching, uh, watching well, a great game. Ed, I'll take you over to Fat Man's anytime yeah, you want to go. There you go. That's what you do for producing this show. All right, we got Corey Witt here for about uh, five or ten more minutes. What am I missing out on? Here's your chance to talk about all things Illinois. I know you've got a uh, well. I did. I up. they it just announced that the Spain trip is August fourth through fourteenth. Okay. Now I don't know who's going to be playing for Illinois right. on that trip. That's but, the hard part. <laughs> but uh, you're going like, is so, what you're saying. Oh. No, okay. I will not All be. Right. I don't think the News Gazette's going to allow that trip for me. I'm going to have to be working. Right. But, uh, but yeah, um, August 4th through the 14th, and it that's usually a good, th- it, it's a good gelling, th- especially with all the newcomers. Mm-hmm. Of course, we don't know who they all are going to be, but uh, typically those those overseas trips are more about team continuity and play in, in working on Illinois. Right. Uh, the competition typically is not tremendous i mean there's usually maybe one decent team and the rest are ymca version you know like you and i playing against illinois but uh yeah but that's the 14th and then also 
Uh, Illinois just offered a kid out of Colorado, Darian Sutton. I saw that. Six seven one seventy. So he okay. needs a little. Right. He's he's a little thin, but he's ranked the number two player in Colorado. Right. So he's a four star. Uh, sounds like he can. He's an inside outside. He can go post you, and he can kind of step out and make shots. So kind of versatile. Question for you: In this day and age of portals and transfers, do you even pay attention to high school recruiting nearly as much? Not, as you did well. No, I mean day? it's it's hurt high school recruiting. Sure I mean, has. I mean, even uh, Underwood has said you want to get old and stay old, and well, that's by going through the portal, right? And that's what he's done. I mean, he is bringing in a couple. You know, you got Dre Gibbs, Lawhorn coming in, and Amani Hansberry, right? But uh. Uh, I think Imani Hansberry might have been a. Th- th- he's from Baltimore. I think you probably know, and that's a that's a Chester Frazier thing. That right makes there. you older. I think if you're from Baltimore, all right. <laughs> yeah. It's like the multiplier. Tougher. Yeah. Tougher. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, he seems to be following the trend, and it's kind of hard to blame any of the college coaches when you can go get a proven guy from Division One. That's a man, <laughs> and and you know it's. Uh, it's it, yeah, you're right. It has definitely affected high school recruiting, and I, you know, some of these top 150 kids now are having to go JUCO, right? Because nobody's recruiting them. You okay with how college basketball has turned out? Uh, I don't. I'm old school. I'm not going to lie. I don't like the NIL thing, and okay. uh, I, I, the transfer thing. I think if you, you've always been able to transfer once and sit out a year, and but the. The NIL thing to me has turned into a, it's almost like college free agency <laughs> a little right. bit. Right. I think that might be a little bit, I, I get, I don't know this, but it might be a little bit of what's going on with Ray J. Dennis. Mm-hmm. He might be waiting to see because if Coleman Hawkins comes back and Terrence Shannon, that's going to require a lot of money for those two guys. Mm-hmm. Maybe uh, he's waiting to see what's going on there. Well, they have till what next Wednesday mm-hmm. to decide mm-hmm. the thirty first. So, and I'm you know on the rumor yesterday. Of course, this was rumor. Was it that he was really strongly leaning towards Utah, which kind of surprised me a little bit. But yeah. uh, they probably got all the money for him. Better scenery. Well, yeah, it. all right, very nice mountains and yeah, stuff like that too. Yeah, and yeah. I you hear Michigan in there, but I I I really think it's. Illinois or Utah at this point, but I think Illinois might have hope they didn't. But it sounds like they may have took a little bit of a back seat yesterday. But I don't know the reasoning. Stay tuned. Uh, any final thoughts, uh, Corey? Um, before we let you uh, back to your day job? <laughs> yeah, I, I got to get back over there. <laughs> uh, no, I appreciate. No, just that I appreciate you giving me the opportunity mm-hmm. to come on, and uh, this is something that it's a. Illinois sports in general, especially basketball and football, is a, a huge, huge passion of mine. Always has been, and uh, I just appre- I, I appreciate the opportunity. All right, and uh, when the college football season opens, uh, and, uh, and Brett Bielema's team is playing at Memorial Stadium, where can we find you and ask you for a free beer? Lot thirty one. All right, second row, like off of First Street. All right. Uh, it's, we're right in the middle. It's hard to miss ours. Ed's jotting this down right now. Uh, <laughs> it's hard to miss. I would order a little more for the first <laughs> tailgate. You guys are welcome anytime. <laughs> anyway, We'd love we, it. We appreciate you stopping by here, Corey. We're going to get you back here again. How about that? That'd be awesome. We, kick Scott Ritchie out. <laughs> we're going to put a, 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 a demand of Richie. He has to be at least five games over in his prediction record, or Corey takes a spot. <laughs> Deal, Ed? <laughs> Ed says yes. Scott needs well, some help. 
Wow. Actually, actually uh, maybe I'll hook you, t- you two guys up. Scott's going to see me in the office <laughs> and they punch me in the face. No, All but right. thank you so much, guys. I appreciate it. It was a lot of fun. All right. Uh, uh, hopefully the folks at Fat Man will, will listen to this, play this over the speakers. They will. Absolutely. Uh, next time you're there, maybe I'll join you. All right. All right. Buddy. This has been uh, Inside Illini Basketball. We'll be back next Monday.